0: This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics.
1: And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia. And you are listening to
0: the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the
1: Herpeticulture
2: Network. Enjoy.
0: Recording, Jacob Bratz,
1: Justin Smith. What's up, buddy? Nothing, man. You know, just a, another day at the office. You no, know I mean, yeah. What about you? What's up with you, man? Work, work.
0: How's work? It's good. Very busy. It's good. A lot of a lot of stuff going on. Um, not too chaotic, but busy enough to. Keep
1: the to keep you busy, keep you on your toes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, same for me at work. It's uh, it's kind of hectic, but we're managing.
0: Well, this is THP number 176. It's just the two of us this week. I feel like we haven't. It's been a minute since we've done one of these. The last one was kind of a kind of a train wreck because we weren't very less. prepared. I wasn't prepared.
1: Yeah, and then the camera kept messing. Yeah, up we on were the having
0: issues with. It was so just, it we was discombobulating all of us. Phil and I figured out that it was not actually our stuff per se that was the problem. It was actually we think Streamyard was what was uh, struggling because Phil was having a similar issue. And he even checked his internet speed and he's like, dude, there's nothing wrong with my internet. And so StreamYard just had a phase. Mm.
1: That's no bueno.
2: Yeah.
0: But this episode, as always, is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Check them out. Uh, Place an order. Use the discount code THN at checkout. You're going to get a little bit shaved off the top of your order.
1: Yes. yes, uh, 10%. That's right. You're good
0: to go and it, I mean it adds up yeah it does like it's discounts a discount
1: yeah
0: it's uh very much worth checking out
1: best in the biz
0: there can was... beat their
1: equipment
0: yeah I don't there's i don't know i i i don't think it's comparable to really no. anybody no there's uh, biased, not biased. I'm just saying their stuff is objectively very well built.
1: I'm just saying I bought it before we were sponsored by them, and I was in love with it. So my dream was to have Black Box as a sponsor after I got their equipment. And then dreams came true. Life's like that. Yeah, it's great. Real dream come true. We are very thankful for them and their sponsorship and their beautiful equipment. Get, their, you a, get you, get you awesome. Most cage.
0: importantly their friendship
1: oh yeah most importantly get you an awesome cage get you an awesome rack you will not be disappointed with any product you get from them whether it ships assembled or disassembled. you can put it together nice and easy if justin smith here to my left can uh put them together i know you can it's
0: damn truth your boy struggles (laughs) i'm a i'm a measure once cut about 20 times kind of guy
1: so. yeah um i'm with you which is sad because both of our dads are very um handy smart yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad literally built his house so
0: look we got matching hats
1: yeah boy i'm yeah. trying i'm trying to wear this a little bit more often at least when, we, when it's show time
0: i wear mine every day
1: yeah you do that's why the logo is like yellow now
0: No, this one was done with gold thread. Uh,
1: Cami did the wrong color.
0: And she's like, I did it the wrong color. I "I don't care. That's fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, you need a new one. The other one got gross.
0: Yeah, I still wear that one when I'm like mowing the lawn or something. If I'm going to be sweating, that's the sweat hat.
1: Gotta have a dirty hat. I need a new long leaf hat because mine is getting there.
0: Doesn't take long.
1: Nope. Especially when you sweat a lot and you work outside. So.
0: Yeah. uh, But speaking of immersion things. If you catch the live stream of Snakes and Stogies, we are now like giving away a shirt each episode where we're sort of doing like, so the week before last I did a, I did a, I'm picking a number between like one and a hundred and literally within like two seconds, someone guessed the exact number I had planned. And then, so we were like, all right, that's not going to work anymore. It's too, it's too simple. Too many people watch and then we, so last week or Monday, we did like Phil chose a species and he zoomed in on it. And you had to like guess the species. And if no one could guess the species, you, if you got the genus, then you won. So,
2: um. but
0: our buddy Dylan shows won him and Keller. Keller was there. Um, so that's kind of something we're doing now, you know, cool. once a week.
1: I thought about trying to do something like that on here and uh, I more so thought of it. So I got the idea from a radio show that I've listened to, thought about doing a um, like guess the genus type thing and have them verse you every week. And if you can be, if they can beat you at guess the guess the genus, you know, like I'll Mm -hmm. list off a species and you have to say the genus and whoever can do it and quicker. And if they can beat you and they win something because you're kind of the scientific name, man. So mr flashcards in school don't hate no i'm not it's impressive so thought about trying to do something like that served me well
0: in my adult life
1: yes it has it's done you very well sir but this episode was also brought to you by steve's natuary and his venom hot sauce go check him out he's an awesome dude doing awesome things educational outreach uh relocations uh, running a snake-tuary, Um taking in unwanted pets and things of the sort. He's an awesome guy, doing awesome things. And you should get some of his very flavorful hot sauce. Justin and I have tried them all; it's very, very good. We are big fans of the cottonmouth sauce. Highly recommend yeah. all of them. So, and, and what's and it says something because I'm not I'm not much of a hot sauce guy for the most part. Like occasionally like, yeah, I get feel a little frisky. I want some hot sauce. But that's Steve snakeshore hot sauce. Even if you're not a hot sauce connoisseur per se, you will enjoy them. But even if you're a hot sauce connoisseur, you will also enjoy them.
0: Steve dot It's a win win. Yeah, so it's the two of us this week. Um kind of a lot to a lot to cover, I guess, sort of. Um I asked some some folks and did a thing on Instagram saying what should we talk about? And got a handful oh, of responses there.
1: I did not know this.
0: Um, one that we will not be discussing is why Texas rat snakes are better than Bairds. So, nice hmm. try.
1: Why are Eastern rat snakes better than all of them?
0: E. Oh, I'm not going there either. Uh, Obsoleta colubrid, or die. Growing a collection, colubrid breeding timeline, Sir Painshab said, rumation prep, non-corn snake pairings. And uh, a big one that we got from our little friend group was avoiding burnout, which I know we've, That's a we've hard one. talked about a good bit, but um, I guess it's worth uh, sort of going into again a little bit
1: yeah especially since we've both grown pretty substantially kind of recently or at least i have in the Mm -hmm. last last
0: year and a half or so i have uh
1: put in a lot of work
0: why do you sound do you sound quiet
1: maybe a little bit i don't know i can't tell
0: i can't tell it was just
1: my headphones check check what about now uh still just sounds about the same to me well i don't know we rock with it i'll be all right i haven't changed anything so who knows as long as it comes out okay on the uh recording yeah no way of knowing that yeah i know yeah focus
0: um focus There. there we go Yeah, so one of the things that I had kind of wanted to talk about because it was something I was thinking of when I was either going to work or from work uh, sometime in the last couple days was like, how do you know when you're kind of over keeping a species?
1: When you don't make any reels about them. I'm just kidding.
0: I think, well, I mean this is sort of a good sort of starting point, I think for the burnout thing. Yeah. A little bit for sure. Uh, I know lately within the last couple of weeks, like I've kind of given thorn scrubs a really hard time and those are a good example. Uh, not necessarily of burnout, but just like sort of trying out a species and getting out of a species and realizing that it's just kind of not your thing. It's not maybe what you thought it would be. Um, yeah. Because I know you have a, th- a few things that you've kind of gotten into and then sort of realized you weren't into. Oh, yeah. That's
1: happened with. Um, I've I've things.
0: done it. Yeah. So. Um, we're, just, we're just like, where's your what was sort of the first one that you kind of realized
2: the
1: very first one? Did I realize that was a mistake? Uh, blood pythons. But that was many moons ago. Um, You know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just kind of, it's hard to say exactly how you know, because like for me, it's always just been like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm not, I'm not into this. You know, you either dread cleaning them, you know, you, you just don't have the desire to take them out. You don't want to take a bunch of pictures of them. You know, you just, you kinda know when you're burnt out, not burnt out with something, or like when you're just kinda like, Yeah, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think everybody has done that. Even Pain Shop was talking about it in a group the other day. Um somebody asked him, I don't remember exactly what it was, but um somebody asked him if he, you know, ever kept these things. And he's like, Yeah, he used to keep them a little bit, but uh quickly turned out they just weren't for me. And that's point
0: your mic down,
1: son. Point my mic down, son.
0: It's pointing sort of don't did you do it too tight.
2: Like that?
1: Yeah. A little,
0: better? A little bit.
1: But yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just kind of, it just kind of happens, you know, it happens to everybody. Um, you know, for when I was first getting into snakes, I was really into like old world rat snakes, never really got into them, into them, but you know, it was just upon research and stuff. Sometimes you don't even have to keep something to know. It ends up not, not gonna end up being for you um so i don't know man you just kind of you lose you lose the lust Yeah, you know?
0: i think that's yeah that's a pretty good good hallmark um or sort of early indicator maybe not early but just a general indicator is if you're not sort of excited about opening the tub seeing the species yeah um
1: if you're not excited to see a shed skin in that snake's tub then, oh, pretty, yeah you know because like my rat snakes boy i can't wait for all of them to shed every time i'm so excited for them to shed mm-hmm. and i love taking them out looking at them and just like seeing the changes you know every time they they give me a shed skin you know and it's I don't
0: know, just uh, it's also not as cut and dry i guess because thorn scrubs being sort of the main example I'll, I'll sort of be talking about is like thorn stub thorn scrubs thorn stubs thorn stubs Mm. are pretty snakes yeah they're cool there's like they are they are i do like them because they are it's a texas pituophis or not pituophis pantherophus yeah they're cool they're neat i got them i had them bred them i bred them still have some babies if you want some hit me up (laughs) please (laughs) i think i only have two left oh nice Bill bought a pair and then Nate at CrockCast bought one. Nice. So, uh, those just, I don't know. Like at first, they were, I was like, yeah, these are cool. You no, know, trying them out, never kept them. Chris was always talking them up. So I was like, all right, I'm we'll give them a shot. Had them. Um, bred them. Wasn't necessarily on purpose. It, like I was trying, but what we've talked about in previous episodes is they went way later than everything else. Yeah. So I did end up with a clutch. I did breed them. And I don't know. I just, I periodically get to this place where I sort of look around at my room and it's like the the proverbial spring cleaning of sorts right where it's like okay uh, I somehow ended up with one or three of these don't really know that I want to really pursue them or have any plans long term with them so mm-hmm. it's kind of like I guess I'll just I guess it's time to move them you know yeah. if it's one of those things where it's like would I rather devote the space to these or devote the space to something else that I'm very much focused on? Right. And sometimes it can be a very hard decision, but for the most part, I'm usually like, yeah, I guess if I'm, if I'm needing space for corns that are growing up and I'd rather have corns or I have more of a focus on corns or beards or chondros and I have some snakes that are taking up some space and it's more mouths to feed, then it's kind of like, all right, then I guess it's time to, Time to move them on.
1: Yeah, you know, like I said, if they don't excite you anymore, you know, I think for you, a lot of the draw was, you know, with them is like you like Texas, you like Texas stuff. You always say that's one of your, you know, you went and harp there. It's one of your favorite places to, you know, try and harp and all that, you know. And Take so back. I think so I think that was the initial draw for you. But upon keeping them, it's like, yeah, these are cool, but it doesn't doesn't rustle my jimmies like. I would like it to, you know, like the birds do, you know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, and I think that's also why, because bards are a, you know, a Texas species and you love bears. So, I mean, thorn scrubs were kind of the natural follow through, but.
0: See, here's what's interesting with those though, is care wise, there was nothing different about them from the corns or the bards.
1: No, yeah. no, they're very easy.
0: So it's, I think what it came down to for me mostly was just, their personality.
1: I was going to say, that's, you don't like bitey snakes for I, the most
2: part. It depends like, on the snake. If they it's were like kind of Amazons psychotic.
0: or Chondros. It's one yeah. thing. Thorn scrubs, those were just, I mean, A, they were wild caught. So it's to be expected right. that they're going to probably always be at least a little spazzy. Right. And I was okay with that. They were crazy, and the, though. Then the babies hatched the babies just inherited that (laughs) and it was like ah man these are just i don't know yeah i think it was the the attitude was the overall temperament was kind of the the one thing that that sort of turned them off for me drove it drove it home you know will i never keep them again i don't know not who knows i'm not gonna say i i won't um there's been plenty of things that you know when i was at one point very much into and and liked and then sort of fell out of love with and then came back a couple years later and was like wait wait these are actually awesome i wasn't finished but like you just your first experience just wasn't yeah. wasn't a good uh first run sort of with something that's how like i went there's to amazons some, there's some albums like music albums that yeah you know six years ago i listened to it, i'm like i really don't like that but now for some reason if i listen to it i'm like oh my god banging like why did i not pay attention to this more right. when when you know released and it's kind of similar to that i think but <clears throat> the i do think with social media and things for some people there might be this this subconscious feeling like they can't jump off a certain train like they, the train won't can't stop at any point in time for them to hop mm. off with a certain species and so some people may keep things that they don't necessarily enjoy because they feel like if they leave from one species and go to something else and then maybe that isn't something that worked out for them they go to something else like people are gonna sort of be like they don't know what they're doing they can't make a decision right they can't stick with a species Almost like musicians changing genres, right? Like when someone goes, I, "I'm not going to say MGK,
1: but <laughs> you were thinking it."
0: That's he's a good example.
1: Everyone who was thinking it, but yeah, no, and I don't. I mean, dude, I've kept more different species, and you, know, you know, just about anybody. You know, I, I've kept just as much as other people have. You know, as far as you know, variety goes. You know, there's a period I had freaking. I had a water python, a Chinese king rat snake, I had a lone blood python, I had a random Nicaragua- Nicaraguan bow constrictor, you know, like, had. yeah, that you also <laughs> had for a while, you know, and it was just, you try stuff that piques your interest and, you know, I think it's kind of, it's kind of annoying when people, you know mess with other people about that, you know, because you have to keep the stuff to try and, you know, find yeah, your find your niche. Exactly. You know? and like
0: that's the way it no one ninety-nine percent of people pro that's that's even that's a very generous number. Didn't come into the hobby on one species and stay there. Yeah, like yeah, that's
1: leave. it. This is it. Yeah, like my first snake was a freaking ball python.
0: I think yeah. that's where you're going to see it the most is the ball python crowd. And I think boas are a big one too. Like people came in, they started keeping boas and they're like, they just like boas. That's all they keep. Yeah. They don't really care about anything else. And that's fine. Like that's whatever. Yeah. That's good. Um, But for some reason, maybe there's this subconscious feeling of like, once you pick a seat, you got to, you can't leave it. Like you got to stay there. Yeah.
1: But in the, like at the same time though, if like, if you really do not develop that or if you lose that fire that you had for something, I mean, you almost kind of have to let it go Mm -hmm. because then your animal's going to suffer because of it. You know, I'm not saying you're going to let it die, but it's, it's, it's obvious that you don't, you take the things you like the most, you take a lot more specific care of. Like Mm -hmm. let's, let's be honest, you know? And, at some point in time, you know, the care for them is going to suffer if you don't still have that, that fire for them, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, we used to have like local people that would bounce from one species to another, to another, to another like moving almost like reselling their entire collection to restock it with other stuff. Yeah, and
1: and There is a line with it, you know, like there is with anything,
0: you know, it's, I'm not,
1: I'm not one to say, you know, go, if you all of a sudden decide you like Boas, don't sell every snake you have and buy a hundred Boas and then be like, this is what I'm going to do. And then, six months later you just said "Eh, bows really aren't my thing you know dip your toe in a little bit give a little give a little taste a little taste that'll glow same with with breeding yeah
0: make sure you really like it before you make more of it
1: yeah that too you know because then you're gonna be stuck with a lot of thorn scrub baby (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it's and and like i said it's fine lines you just gotta Try it with a couple animals, you know, sell a few things to fund a new project, see if you like it. And if you don't, you don't, you know, move the project. It's not that, it's not that difficult, you know, and eh,
0: yeah. And that's, that's the other side of that, that Joe Rosa mentioned, because he brought up, you know, part of this question, you know, how do you decide when to move an animal slash project on and what the hell do you do with the animals when you've made that decision? And it's, that is, tough i went through that with cresteds. um i remember that phase i fortunately found someone that bought just about all of them um but that is sort of the 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 kicker of getting out of a project when you're just not into it anymore my example was you know i had what, like 60 to 80 something cresteds I was having to yeah, take care of and still having to buy Pangea. And it was just, I got burnout on them. I got overloaded. I had too much going on. And it just, I, it was just one of those things where I'm like, I just want to go back to snakes.
1: Then you met me and I was like, dude, get rid of these cresteds. What are you doing? I said, okay.
0: <laughs> but that was like, that was probably the part that sucked the most is like, it's not that I didn't care about the animals. It's not that I didn't enjoy them, but it was like, I really, really, really don't want to have to buy more Pangea and spend half my Sunday, if not more disinfecting and cleaning tubs every week. Yeah. And it was, but the hard part is, is like, if you still have everything and you're trying to sell it, you can only move as quick as people are willing to buy them. Yeah. And if you've got stuff that isn't sort of higher end, um, the kind of stuff that that breeders and people that are looking to to expand upon with certain projects, then it makes it even harder. Yeah. Um, like I said, I kind of got lucky because I had someone in the Charleston area that that ended up buying almost everything, and of course I made her I made her pretty good deals on all of it. It was just one of those things where it's like I. At and, this point, I just kind of need them gone.
1: Yeah, and that's the other thing is that I was going to bring up is sometimes, you know, depending on, you know, what you have invested and how badly you want them out, sometimes you got to be willing to take a loss, you know? Like, that's part of that's part of it, you know? Like, a prime, prime example for me recently was the cave geckos. You know, I freaking loved those things. I absolutely loved those cave geckos, but I quickly found out lizards just aren't, for me still you know i'm just i'm just not into it you know and it's like i paid for the geckos for sure but i gave them to you because i just wanted them out i knew you could take them you already are breeding a bunch of bugs they were good they're super easy Mm -hmm. but i had to deal with bugs just for them you already have bugs for your axes and you love them and the geckos are so easy you know it was a no-brainer you know so i just moved them on to you because i wanted them out of my hair you know they kind of started to defeat me a little bit and you know it was just one of those things so it's sometimes that, you got to be willing to take a loss and just move on
0: you that know? is the value of having friends in the hobby right? yeah or into absolutely. other things like i yeah. know if i have these two thorn scrubs left and skylar or someone else or brendan messages means like hey man i'm kind of interested in the thorn scrubs and must you talk about how much they suck let me uh (laughs) you know can i can i try some out and i'd be like yeah take it yeah
1: yeah right
0: like we've had plenty of people do that too for us oh Uh, yeah you know i've talked about sort of paying it forward and how i've had so many people especially doc loafman uh set me up with with stuff that I never thought that I'd actually have at least in multiple numbers. Yeah. And so I feel an obligation to sort of pass that along too. And so like with the Barons, you know, it was like I checked with with Keller and he was cool with it. And I was like, okay, it's gonna go to Skylar because I know Skylar's interested in him. Mm-hmm. Skylar's a nice guy. Skylar's been a supporter. He's a good friend. Like so yeah, it's gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Skylar. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like Help, help someone else. Yeah, make their dreams come true.
1: But it's also them kind of helping you at the same time, though. It's like, yes, you're you're doing them a solid by giving them a snake, but at the same time, you no longer want it in your collection. So it also kind of helps you to get it out and go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's a it's a win. It's a win win. And that's know? that's like, a good
0: example of the you know deciding if you're into something or not. You know, I had that barons since the beginning of the year. I had the rhinos first and it was in a bio G and I needed that bio G for one of the rhinos. And it came down to that decision of like, it's one more mount to feed realistically. Am I going to pursue these over, you know, is, is having them sort of on the roster worth the upkeep and the food right. in comparison to, I have a rhino that, that could really use that cage, and I know will uh, take full use of it, which and the barons would too. I didn't see the barons as much. Um, but it was one of those things where it's like, am I really going to hunt down a female? Am I really going to breed these down the road? Right. And it was like, over rhinos? No.
1: Let's face it. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Let's face it. You were a little scared of the barons, weren't
0: you? No. <laughs> no, it's a cool snake. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, if, if can't Spain, handle the heat. If space weren't weren't an issue, it would have stayed, and I probably would have gotten a female for it, and I would have, right. you know, pursued him. How long that would have lasted, who knows? But it was. It's just one of those things where it's like, do I do I want this, or do I really want to have more of a focus on something I know I really really right. like?
1: And then, especially when you have somebody that is truly focused on mm-hmm. it. You know, and it's a remarkable animal. So it's like you can keep it in the family, you know, while also giving it to somebody who it's going to go to actual real use with, right. you know, like, you mm-hmm. know, like I said, it's just a it's a win all around, you know, like the corns I just gave you, you know, like I just didn't
0: just give me corns. Like
2: yeah. 30 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, it's just, you know, I love those things to death. And I, w- I would never have sold them. I didn't want to see him go, but. You have a ton of morph stuff. They they're gonna add options for you.
0: Even though half I my have... breeding stock comes from like the same clutch of stuff, from Chris, <laughs> it's all, it's all related.
1: That's yeah, all right. But you know, it's just like it's one of those things. It was a no brainer. And if you ever decided you didn't want them, I would gladly take them. My right like, you
0: know? if I end up like, breeding them, and you're like, hey man, I kind of miss having corns. You'd be like, sweet. Okay, come take pick some. Pair out. You know,
1: like, like yeah. yeah. It's and you've done the same thing with for me with the Ladies Island stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you gave me, I have two pairs now, both from you, you know. And it's like I love my locality, my locality rats, and so having something homegrown is just freaking awesome to me. And you just said, "Come pick out a pair." I was like, well, "What do I owe you?" You said, "Nothing. Just come, come take some." Yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. You yeah, know, I don't know, man. It's fun. It makes me feel good just being like, "Hey, do you want this?" If they're like, yeah, I'd be like, okay, it's yours. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm a people pleaser too. I like I like hooking people up, and
1: I like putting smiles on people. That's
0: right. Skylar's like, man, how do what do I what do I owe you? I'm like, you don't owe me nothing. You pay me in smiles, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you pay me in butterflies. And he is a
1: smiley guy, so it's even better. Dude's yeah. all smiles. It's great.
0: It's it's very it's all very much like relationships. It's like, just because you, you you start dating someone doesn't necessarily mean it's got to be a forever thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's a trial and error. And and that's the, the natural progression for everyone in the hobby, or at least a, a very, very, very large majority of it is, you know, the stuff I'm keeping now isn't the same stuff I was keeping 12 years ago. No, it is not. Um, and I, you know, it's, to me, that's kind of the fun part of herpetoculture and sort of the, you know, the journey of getting into it and evolving and, and finding what you like and sticking with it and deciding what to pursue and then making the hard decision of pivoting or changing, changing gears or, um, you yeah. know, and it's, it is tough. Sometimes it's a very hard decision. Sometimes a very easy decision, but I think if there's anybody that, that wants to do that, but is sort of scared of, of judgment, uh on the internet which you're gonna get judged no matter what so
1: yeah who cares you're gonna get judged for keeping them you know like it doesn't it doesn't matter shift you know? them gears like, and there's also the point of like you can like something without having a million of them you know if if something if you like something but it's not like high on the radar just keep it pair. you know if you think you have too many of one thing move some of them you know keep a couple you know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You don't have to have, you know, every color phase and, and locality and whatever, you know, and it's um Yeah, you can you can keep numbers small. You have to breed you can keep one. You don't have to breed everything either. You know, if something you have too many is something, it's taking up space, but you still love the species, keep one of them. Mm-hmm. Keep it as pet. It's easy. Like spurge. Hmm. We're not talking about that little fucker
0: yeah i think on a subconscious level social media plays a a very big part in in things and honestly the last week or so i deleted facebook off my phone i periodically sort of just take breaks because i will find myself just scrolling and you know what's even even more sort of disturbing is when i take it off my phone I'll take my phone out of my pocket and start looking for the app.
2: <laughs>
0: and then I'm like, wait a second. I took it off. And after you realize doing that several times a day, not even thinking about it. This is a problem. Like, this is, yeah. Like not necessarily a problem, but it's just, it's kind of creepy. Like it's kind of like, yeah. i become so focused and, or not focused, but, but sort of trained. Yeah. It's very,
1: Dude, for That'd me, in- social media has almost become like an anxiety thing. Like I don't—you've yeah,
0: definitely taken a pretty serious step. Yeah, back like from I,
1: it though. I don't like, and that's literally because it gives me anxiety. Like I look mm-hmm. at my Facebook I, every—I don't get on it, but I see the app, and I have like ninety-eight notifications, and I'm like, nah, like I don't want to scroll through that. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. the uh, the avoidance. You know, like I try to get on. I'm bad about Instagram because like I actually talk to people on there and I don't even find myself I'll,
0: scrolling Instagram as much as I used to. Like it's mostly just yeah. in the group chat talking like and see, I can't it.
1: I can't keep up with the group chat, man. Like I have too much crap going on every day at work and I'm just like, it, like I said, it's just like it gives me anxiety trying to like go through and read everything you know and i try to i try to pop in when i can you know read read the cliff notes from you know my home screen on my phone but i'll leave skylar you know unread for two days and i'm like hey man sorry you know like but then i feel like a dickhead and (laughs) but you know it's just like it's just what it is though you know and it's like i There's some days where, you know, I work for, you know, from 630 to three. And then as soon as I come home, I'm doing snakes from 330 to eight o'clock at night when my girlfriend gets home. And when she gets home, I don't want to be scrolling on my phone, you know, and hang out with her and, you know, have my time with her. So the only time I really get to scroll is if I don't have snakes to do and. You know, I'm home by myself, which I am home by myself pretty several hours pretty much every day. But a lot of those days are taken up doing snakes, mm-hmm. you know, so and when you have a lot of snakes, it takes up a lot of time. So
0: definitely not on it as much as I was like with work. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Now you're your, your like work much definitely
0: busier work now. I'm not, yeah. not on it as much as I was at the cigar shop. And I mean, sometimes even um text messages you know i get text from people katie even and it'll be like an hour plus before i even respond or check oh, my yeah. phone and it's just like or i'll check it and i'll see that i have stuff but because i'm doing something i'll just put it back in my pocket and be like i'll handle that later so yeah. having the sort of the forced distraction of of work has been nice and it is one of those things where it does kind of just get exhausting and it's uh yeah. you know it's just there's that it is like an anxiety sort of driver yeah in a weird way like there there doesn't even necessarily have to be anything newsworthy happening or serious happening but sort of how kj explained it in the group chat earlier was like there's this subconscious like keeping up with the joneses kind of thing where you see right. people with success with these species you've always wanted but you'll probably never have because you can't afford them and like i kind of get that like even if you don't feel it you know it's not it's not tangibly there happening in your brain i think it is happening sort of in the back right um where there is like a, this constant sort of comparison that you do and i also i've, I've come to realize that you know, as I get older that social media and the internet is, is it's toxic. 95% bullshit.
1: Yeah. It's very toxic. You know, it's, I try to only really use it for, for good, you know, like I try to, you know, talk to stay in touch with the homies. Cause like, let's face it. That's something that we have that like, you know, 30 years ago, people were not as lucky to have, you know, we can talk to our friends all Mm -hmm. over the world Instantaneously. instantaneously, you know, and, you know, before social media, you had to write letters, you know, and that was, that was hard, you know, like, you know, if yeah, your best with friend, the, with the pilgrims if your best friend moves to Florida or Tennessee or something, you know, you can just pop on your phone and message them or FaceTime and all that crap, you know, and it's, it's yeah. right at your fingertips, you know, but. There's also a lot of bullshit out there. Yeah. So it's it's a fine line. You know, I try to use it to stay connected and show off my beautiful animals. But even then, you know, I've just been I'm putting way more focus on what I do mm-hmm. versus what everybody else sees. You know, like I'm so freaking busy from day to day stuff. It's, it's kind of like, don't
0: talk about it. Yeah, do it.
1: you know, yeah, exactly. Don't you talk know? about how you're
0: going to do it. Show them how you're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Show them, just, how you, how, show them how you did
1: it. Yeah, and it's like even that, though. It's like I have this, like, this, I guess this settled feeling of, like, I don't have to show anybody anything, you know, mm-hmm. because I do it. You know, I just I do it on my own time. I do it at my house. I don't have to post about it every day, you know. Yeah. Like, as soon as, like, if a snake sheds, looks freaking awesome. I'm like, okay, let me take a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Take a reel. Show off this beautiful animal, you know. But, like, that's it. You know, I just, I just do my thing and get in, get out, you know, and I don't know. It's, it's been working for me, you know, it's been, it's been fun. I I enjoy it. You know, I'm not glued to my phone all the time. And like I said, I usually don't even have time to do it. So Mm -hmm. it it works out. It's
0: one of those, it's a, it's a tool and it can either do great things for you and you can create things out of nothing, i.e. the network and sort of what we're doing. Absolutely or it can it can really be a burden. They can
1: take over your life, man. Like some people let social media run their freaking lives and it's yeah, I don't know.
0: It's sad. I think we're going through sort of a shift though. I oh, think yeah. with with Facebook sure. stock dropping like it has, I think people are kind of starting to get burnt on it and just the overall thing of like being inundated with that much information constantly, I think yeah. people are, are kind of getting to the point where they're just over it.
1: Yeah, and because it's a lot of, like you said, it's a lot of just lies and bullshit and
0: not a lot of it's just a facade. Not anything like relevant. What you yeah, see, exactly. Like, yeah, you see someone that has, you know, three Bowellens or, you know, just ridiculously nice enclosures and snakes and things like that. And, you know, it might look pristine and perfect from the outside looking in, but what you don't see, sort of the iceberg, is, you know, mountains of debt you know the person that has all this stuff is also three hundred thousand dollars in the hole and they got you know discover mastercard knocking on their door saying where's our money right you know so i don't i mean that's i'm not talking about anyone in particular just so everyone knows i'm just saying that as an example like yeah same thing with people that you know they're posted videos of them in like mansions and with the ferrari and and it's like come to find out they don't own any of that they just pay someone to sit on their car for An hour, or walk around their house. It's just, I look at a lot of it now, and I'm like, okay, I I highly doubt that's that's exactly what we're seeing.
1: And at the same time, though, you know, when it comes to that, you know, for me, if I see stuff like that, I'm just kind of like, good for you, yeah, good job,
0: yeah, congrats, congrats, you you know,
1: like like, you
0: got the Wellens pythons, cool,
2: cool.
1: Keep moving, you know, keep scrolling, you know, whatever. And, you know, I just be, be content with what you have, you know? And then there's also like looking at social media, scrolling and seeing those big cages, whatever they can, it can also give you visions, you know, it can give you, give you a goal. Like that's that. Yeah. Inspiration. Like that's what I want to do. I want to do something like that. Don't let it get you down and say, oh, I'll never do that. I'll never have this, blah, you know, like no,
2: like.
0: Instead, if that's like, something you really want. Black box cage looks good. <laughs> Let
1: me snag one.
0: I need Go to ahead. get me one of those. Yeah. And I need you to use that code THN at checkout. Yes, sir.
1: You know, it's there's good and bad, and it's all in, you know, a lot of it is perspective. And my perspective on, yeah. you know, my entire life has changed severely, you know, about you know, a solid year year and a half ago, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of life changing crap I went through in the last, you know, so long. And it's just, I don't know. It's kind of come out the other side better and I like where I'm at. I like where I'm going and I'm, I'm happy, you know, like I like, I like what I do. I like how I do things. No, I don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram, but I have some of, the bestest friends in the freaking world, the, the coolest people in the freaking hobby, you know. And I have some amazing snakes that I am absolutely in love with. And you know, yeah, they're eating me out of house and home, but that's beside the <laughs> point. Um, another, another
0: but issue in itself. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. You know, just just do you and be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're not happy with what you're doing, then change change something. Whether it be downsizing a little bit. You know, getting into a new species, getting out of a species, you know, getting off social media so much, whatever. If you're not happy, then make change.
0: Yeah. And, or, you know, like I said, what I do periodically, just take a break. Yeah. You know, if it gets if you if it starts to feel like it's just getting to be too much, then I'm just like, OK, it's time to it's time to take a break. Yeah. And I come to find that even after a day or two, really, I, I kind of forget that I even deleted it, like Facebook in particular. Yeah. And I'm I kind of don't miss it. Like, there's something nice about not being able to be contacted. Yeah. Right away. Yep. Like, I, I hate to say off the grid because you're really not. <laughs>
1: it's sad when we consider of, like, that off the grid. It's
0: messaging so <laughs> and like people yeah. knowing what you're doing at all times and right. where you are. It's, you know, like when I went out to Hunting Island over the weekend to look for Diamondbacks. So I was like, just went out by myself in the woods. Phone was on silent in my pocket yeah just i was like you know what it's time to just get in a time to do something unplug. a little different yeah because i'm a very routine person you know yeah and like especially when you, when you have a family and stuff things get very very repetitive in yeah, terms you, of your but, day-to-day
1: and you kind of have to do an extent you know when you have as many snakes as you do and you have a whole family and a full-time job like you have to have some type of routine some type of schedule you know because if you don't you're gonna get messed up yeah you know yeah, like at the same time like I you said, have to break it The I was i was telling drive you nuts i
0: was telling phil on snakes and stogies i was like you know i was just in walmart getting some some uh pillowcases to ship the cyania and i was like you know what the weather's really nice i'll bet you if i went out to hunting island and walked some of the trails they'd i'd see a diamondback and then I kind of went back and forth on it for like forty five minutes before I actually sort of did it. Like that was the weird thing is sort of my anxiety was like almost trying to talk me out of it. Yeah. Like, oh, you have too much to do today. No, it's a There's waste. Too of much time. going on. It's a waste like, of time. Don't you? Don't you know? Why bother using the gas? Why you know? And finally, I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just sure. gonna, I'm just gonna do it. And I'm glad I did. I want to go do it again. You know, it was. Yeah. I texted Katie and said. I'm going to go walk some of the trails and for two hours, that's what I did. Just all by my lonesome out there in the the maritime forest.
1: I can't tell you how many times I've done that, man. Like, especially when I was, you know, fresh out of some bullshit and living mm-hmm. with my parents, you know, I can't tell you how many times I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go walk around, walk around my WMA and just, go by myself in the middle of the freaking woods. I got caught in the middle of a storm out there walking across that same cross <laughs> dike, dude. I, I was walking. I was like, oh, there might be some weather coming in. All of a sudden five minutes later, it was pouring rain. I'm still in my work uniform, you know, I'm getting pelted by sideways rain and wind and trying to dodge cotton mouse on my way out. And you know, it's just, you just, you gotta get, you gotta get out, man. Get some, get some you time. You know, I'm full. I'm a full advocate of taking care of you. You are number mm-hmm. one. You are number one. You have to take care of number one. Period. If you don't, you're gonna you can't help lose anyone it. else
0: if you're not helping yourself. Exactly.
1: And that's that is so very true. You will do nothing but harm to yourself and everybody around you if you are not taking care of your own mental health and your own. Not taking care of you. Not taking care of number one. Man, got to.
0: So. Yeah, I I've come to find too, uh, just within the last like year or two that I I do require a certain amount of like time just by myself. Yeah. Um and I'm lucky that I have a wife that sort of recognizes that and makes an effort to
1: let uh, you be by yourself. Yeah. So
0: you know, like I'll I think she can tell when I'm kind of getting to my when I'm getting to that point where I'm just like frustrated yeah. and I'm I need like decomp time. Uh, and it's not like a daily thing or anything like that, but you know, a Saturday, you know, she'll take, she'll take, um, you know, our daughter, they'll go to target or something. And so I'll have like a half a day just to myself, which is really nice. Um, and that's something that uh, just helps a lot. And it's, you know, she works from home. So she's, she's here a lot. And, she's not really around many people most of the most days and so you know when i get home she's like she wants to go do stuff she wants to do things and i'm the opposite where i'm around people pretty much all day every day yeah and i don't get a whole lot of time by myself so it's
1: yeah
0: it gets it's tough because i'll come home and i'll be like i literally just want to go in the snake room and just clean water bowls yeah don't talk like to me. lock the door and just hang yeah. out in there. It's D de- yeah. it's decomp It's decompression. That's like, that's for me. Like I, even after work, even if it's just going to the cigar shop and sitting and smoking a cigar for an hour and talking to whoever's working, uh, you know, I just need something at, you know, to kind of, yeah.
1: Decompress. Pressure yeah. Valve. That's it. And I, I'm pretty lucky with my situation right now. There's literally like, five five six days a week I get a period of several hours just by myself I can either do snake but during that is mostly snakes but I always try to take a day to literally do nothing sit on my ass watch some TV have a drink
0: see I cannot I can't do that. i I'm lazy i I am
1: I, I I have a I definitely have some lazy bones in my body so I definitely take my my me time just kind of do nothing.
0: I just get stir know? crazy. I don't like I got to you know, days off like weekends. I don't want to sleep in. I don't want to sit around the house all day. Like I want to do something, whether it's yeah, running to the store and getting paper towels or whatever I need for the room or, um, just going down to the shop and hanging mm-hmm. out for a bit. I just got to go do something like to yeah. me to I turn into like a zombie. If it's like a Saturday and I ain't left the house, I get weird, man. Like I just, (laughs) I don't know what it is. I just, I gotta, I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Saturday for me, it's normally, it really depends on the work week and the day. You know, if I've just had a long freaking week and I did deep cleans on the snakes, you know, and I'm just, if I'm just really worn out, you know, Saturdays, I don't do that. I don't, Mm -hmm. I try to sleep in on Saturdays because of the one day a week I can sleep in. Uh, but Saturdays, you know, girl, girlfriend goes to work at 1130. Uh, my roommate slash best friend goes to work at like two. So I take that time to hang out with them, do whatever. Then as soon as they leave, it's snake, 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 Mm -hmm. snake, snakes until my girlfriend gets home. So it's. You know, Saturdays really aren't like that for me. So it's normally after work on some days. You know, it's normally it's right after I feed snakes because I always give the snakes a couple of days to digest and yeah. before I go back in there. So it's you know, yeah. yeah. So that's my routine. I've enjoyed it. Still busy, but I just picked up a second job. So my free time is uh, about to be cut down severely. <laughs> So, but it be what it be. Mm-hmm. Got debt. Got it's paid off. Yes. Yeah, it is. But
0: something I will now live by is credit cards are the devil. I I wholeheartedly wish I had never gotten one because it's been like yeah. a freaking cancer that has refused to leave for the last like decade hmm. No, we're getting deep. <laughs> she She's a nerd. She got one of those calculator watches,
1: calculator watches.
0: I'm going to get you one Christmas stocking stuff for time. You do have a planner. <laughs> she got spreadsheets.
1: You're probably a wizard Excel, aren't you? You're probably a wizard Excel, Google aren't you? Sheets. What's that? It's still learning Excel. There you go. Yeah, no, I've had to get pretty good at planning with work and stuff because I have I manage over three hundred construction sites right now, and I have a million and a half contractors calling me and texting me for different crap. So I have to manage my time pretty often at work. It's kind of annoying. I have to put a lot of thought and effort into work, but that's neither here nor so there. That's
0: another thing because I mean, I'm my my days are pretty similar i mean there really hasn't been that many slow days since i started working Mm. at the new job and it's like i love it because it's the polar opposite of what i was doing before like working the cigar shop's cool it's fun it's a neat job i think it's perfect if you're retired and you just want to get out of the house but it got to sit there for 10 hours and just watch stupid movies and like yeah it's not a hard job by any means it's a pretty awesome job yeah but if you're the type of person that kind of needs more stimulation and needs more going on, like it got to the point where I was like, I just got to do something else. Like freaking, the schedule was a big part of it, but freaking yeah, losing
1: it in this place.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, working here and there periodically, is still like I'll do it. Um, and it's fine because I'll take my computer and, you know, bullshit or whatever. But yeah, it's uh, to have a job now where it's like nine to five, you're going. Yeah you know, except for lunch. Like it's, and even then, like I don't like, we're, we're supposed to take like an hour for lunch and I, I can't sit there for an hour and just play on my phone. I'm like, I get bored. I'm like, Man, I got
1: work nine to five with an hour lunch.
0: Yeah. But all of us, we, Boy. we all take a lunch at the same time. Uh, like it's one collective break. Yeah. So, but I almost never take a full hour. Like it's, it's usually I eat, maybe I'll sit and play, uh, play on my phone for, 10 minutes and then it's like, "Okay, I'm going to go work on getting orders done cuz yeah. I'd rather be doing that than sitting here. It's like if if there's stuff that needs to get hammered out, then I'm going to go hammer it out." So.
1: Yep, I'm sure they're happy to have you there, man.
0: I, you know, I it. It. it just keeps me busy. It's the polar, like I said, polar opposite of what I was doing before, so.
1: Fo, show. It's awesome. But anyways, moving on, what kind of other uh Questions do we have going along those lines? Collaborated breeding timeline,
0: which is interesting because I think yours is different from mine, even though we live in the same same place. Yeah,
1: I think it's because I'm a little bit more paranoid than you. Very much so. But yeah, I have. Um... <laughs> you didn't have to agree so quick. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, I'm a I'm an anxious fuck sometimes or all the time.
0: Um, yeah because you want to wait later you want to wait for the more like consistently cold weather and I'm kind of like you know we're going to see what happens we're going to roll the dice I'm
1: worried about that period of having you know a week of it not you know like Loafman has talked about it before to where it's like it's cold but it's not cold enough so it's cold, cold enough for them to kind of slow down a little bit, but not cold enough for them to like shut down.
2: You
0: know I what think I mean? that's you're talking like and prolonged. I though I don't think a week of that. I mean, I know a week of that isn't going to mess anything up because I but it had could. That, but that's like, what, like, what, I what I mean. It could be. Last year and it, didn't have any issues. But it could be went.
1: prolonged. That's what I'm saying. This is Buford, South Carolina, man. You don't know what our is going to look like, but what I do know for a fact, it's going to be freaking cold in January. It'd be freaking cold in February. It's the only thing I can pretty much guarantee. I've been wearing shorts at, on Christmas before. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't trying to add things me. in the garage. I, yeah. During, during that kind of, that kind of weather. So,
0: so you're planning to breed pop ones.
1: Yeah. I'll Pits. Be breeding, yep.
0: What else? Are you going to do those? Are those white oaks going to go?
1: Uh, i'm gonna try yeah i'm it gonna try big enough to you yeah. at
0: least get a smaller clutch out of
2: them yeah
1: um i'm a little worried so there'll be i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna cool down several things um that aren't up to size but i'm gonna cool them down anyways just you know because mm-hmm. um but the actual pairings um it's gonna be one possibly two at least one pop one pairing if not two i'm um, kind of holding out on one girl she's i don't know like i, said, I, th- I t- talked about it the other week with randy or um uh, i don't know she's just been acting kind of funny she's eating fine she's i mean she's even acting fine but she's just been out of nowhere she started giving me really bad sheds her second or she just sheds first time it was terrible second time was also terrible but i didn't Peeler, her because i thought that she would take it off the second one and then it just doubled up and it was a nightmare <laughs> um worse. yeah um so but worse. then she just shed again not too long ago and it was the same result a little bit better than the last time she actually got the skin off her head which was good i didn't have to peel her head and neck and mm-hmm. all that crap um so but she's acting fine she's eating fine she just slammed a medium rat a couple days ago you know so i I don't know. I'm just kind of up in the air with her. I don't want to, you know, I mean, you got stress her out
0: to sort of, play
2: yeah. Ear. So
1: I gave her. I went ahead and put in humid hide slash egg boxes with both of them. Uh, the one girl, my last mom, she's doing phenomenal. She's definitely going to
2: go. She what size pro- are those boxes?
1: Um, you know, at Lowe's, the black tubs with the yellow lids, and they kind of indent them. In?
0: Yeah, that the Aki
1: Dig box. Yeah, I think so. It that's has like, like it has like little squares on top yeah, on the yeah. yeah, I got those. Um okay. that's what I use for egg boxes or for an egg box the last time I bred pop ones, and it was amazing. They fit in there perfectly. Um so I got two of those filling up with moss. I'm gonna see because like the next storm we get, if we get another temperature drop and we get a good storm come through, I'm probably gonna go ahead and start pairing. Uh, mm-hmm. the one with the one pair just to you know because i'm oh, antsy as a motherfucker boy i'm so antsy to it's breathe been, man It's been a minute. yeah it's been a hot minute i'm so ready um so i may go ahead and start pairing them but um, i'm gonna see if the humid hides how or the humid hide helps out with the one girl in uh, her uh shedding issues um i also just gonna
0: leave that in there full time now yeah yep. yeah and
1: that's something i've been meaning to do for a while um you know, I don't really like to change up a lot of things, you know, so I'm going to I'm going to start leaving those in there full time, mm-hmm. like from here on out. Um, I was I,
0: I was pleasantly surprised at how many animals used theirs and stuff that I didn't really think would have much interest in it. Like oh, man. Yeah. The corns, you know, I got a handful of corns that love theirs. Dude, my bait, uh, the, the, the most... birds love them. Oh, yeah.
1: They, I, that's the bears surprised me a little bit more. Corn's not so much um, like the baby, the most recent babies I got from you. Mm-hmm. Did they live? Yeah. And they're especially
0: human in like yeah. when they're in a shed cycle. If oh, I see yeah. them, if I can't find them in the tub. I check that that human hide and, and almost always there's someone blue or yeah. clearly in a shed cycle and my yellow rats. great for keeping, keeping yeah. like I, I haven't had a, a shed issue. I mean, not that you really get many issues down here anyways, but with everything, like if it's got a human hide, it's been shed perfectly. Yeah
1: i just did so i had i had humid hides in with my adult pits they were just like a six quart tub um but they were just they were taking up a lot of space the pits also are getting just big flex and pop the lid off yeah and they make a mess you know which I, i've learned i kind of almost like the moss slash aspen like bedding like yeah, it, it, it yeah. kind of makes it a cool little whatever um but they were just they're they were making a mess. They kept crapping in them, and I whenever they crap in the humid hides, I have to take yeah, everything out and fully yeah. disinfect because it's humid. And you know, I don't. I, the Last thing you want is I usually just end up tossing together. it and just putting in fresh moss. Oh yeah, no, I throw away all the moss and disinfect the tub completely. You know, so it's. You know, it, it became kind of annoying, but they were also taking up a lot of space and the pits are getting big and they're mm-hmm. only in V 70s So I was like, Well, so I took those out, replaced them with some soda boxes, and yeah, you know, the pits are loving those. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but I also recently so I, I previously to the humid hides, I was getting some crappy sheds from some of them. Um, so I was like, you know, what am I doing wrong? Um but I think it was because I had the AC blowing wide open in my room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so recently, which uh,
0: direction does it does it blow towards the door? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so is it that stuff and the, like the smaller stuff in that rack? Like if you're looking at the door, the stuff to the right, yeah, that struggles the most. Well,
1: yeah. If you come into my room, all the stuff on the right, yeah, was struggling. The
0: stuff on like the pituophis and that side. Yeah,
1: the pituophis and some of the rat snakes. Oh, um I okay. was getting kind of crappy sheds from. Um. So everything pre- pretty almost everything got humid hides, but some of the corns, like I just didn't. They're doing fine now. Mm-hmm. Um. But recently, I actually turned off. The vent, I completely closed it and I have my oil pan heater in there now to just keep the room warm. I'm actually running my gluberts on ambient temperatures now. Um, and I'm letting the room cycle. I'm letting it, you know, the heat of the day, I'm letting it get up to like 79, 80, and then you know, I let it drop to 75, 76 at night, um, 77 sometimes, depending on if I remember to adjust and all that. Um, you know, plus I also need to make room. i it's a very I upgraded the water snakes like big time recently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're in a much more naturalistic setup. Um in a taller tub. They're out of the rack, which oh god, so much easier to feed them. Nobody comes flying out of the tub anymore because they can't because it's tall. Um, they've got perches and stuff, and the water snakes are surprisingly like I won't say arboreal, but man, they love to get up. Yeah, they like to climb, they, they like, to climb like big time. So I really like seeing that more naturalistic behavior. Um, but man, it's so much easier to feed them. Um, but you know, I also couldn't have heat everywhere in my room, so I was like, yeah, that's. Raise the ambience a little bit. You know, the, the heat tape on the carpets don't have to work so hard. Take the glue birds off. Mm-hmm. Heat tape, you know, because heat tape catches me out as it is. You know, I freaking hate that stuff. Um, so now I've just got water snake tubs all over the place. Um, upgraded the black rats, you know, and so um, so far so good. Um, everybody ate the other day, and yeah, everybody's going strong. So I'm going to see if that helps my humidity problem. Um, I've got a, one of my albino Florida's is currently in shed. Um, so this would be our first round without a humid hide and the new temps in the room. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. I'm hoping that helps any dryness in the air. Um, so I was talking to Montross about it and um, he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I never have shedding problems. Like if anything, y'all are almost more humid than we are up here. Like, what's the deal? I told him about the AAC and he's like, that plays a lot bigger of a factor than you think it does. So we'll Which see. Which
0: is odd because that's not a small room. No. It's not like mine. No. Like mine not. is like half the size of yours
1: yeah but i think smaller would almost help with humidity you know it would be it it would hold it better and then plus if you know when it gets hot down here your AC is gonna freaking blow it's gonna blow well i also got one of those
0: so there's these like plastic
1: yeah to where it kind of shoots it across Uh, the room yeah like
0: diverters that's magnetic and clips to that and before i closed the vent as well i used to have that on there and i'd have it pointing the opposite because it would be blowing like right on some of the racks that are that are right in front of the window there right and uh I put that diver on there to get it to blow towards the opposite side of the room. and
1: Right. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. I didn't think yeah. about that.
0: I don't know. I, I just, I felt bad. Cause like some of that stuff in those racks were just getting blasted with AC yeah. <laughs> constantly, which the rhino rats didn't care because the smaller rhino rats were in the rack at the time, but right, um, you know, everything else and some running ambient and it was like, yeah, that, that corner is going to be a little chillier than the yeah. rest of the room. But
1: Yeah, I also had to get a curtain for my snake room because like I have a I have a window in there and I really liked all the natural sunlight I would get. But then I realized that natural sunlight was beaming right in on some of my tubs and I didn't really think much of it at first, Mm -hmm. but I was like, you know, what? let me temp gun this and see where it's at. And I shot one of the rat snakes tubs and it was like 86 and I was like, oh, no, we
2: like on
0: the cool end.
1: Yeah, like everywhere. like the whole cage was shooting like 86 and i was like they're gonna freaking hate me i was like no wonder they're mad all the time um Mm -hmm. so i got a curtain it wasn't i didn't get a blackout curtain i just got enough to shade it a little bit so now it's annoying because i don't get the sunlight that i would like you know to kind of just light up the room naturally during the day but at the same time my tubs aren't turning into a freaking incubator so
0: i guess that's kind of the saving grace for the ac with mine is like my those racks that are getting blasted by the ac are also right in front of that window that gets afternoon. So yeah this was with the ac kind of balances it out i think yeah this was
1: like with the ac on so Mm. it
0: was like it was not not
1: working so (laughs) i spent way too much money last weekend on getting water snake and rat snake upgrades and a curtain and plants and all this crap but it's great i love it looks awesome
0: i really really think at least with my stuff that that when it starts to cool off here and the days are getting shorter like turning everything off at night which at this point it's just the lights in the aki cage that actually are on in the in, in whatever is plugged up to the wall mm-hmm. i really think there's shorter days and those like naturally that room is going to be cooler at night because the temperatures outside are dropping oh yeah for sure and i think that that plays a big part in them sort of knowing that we're getting to that time. Like it's starting to, there's a shift, like a seasonal yeah. shift, even if yeah. it's small, you know, in a room I think they're still going to pick up on that. And photo yeah. period, I think has a lot to do with a lot of things and sort of gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. Um, Cause uh-huh. I think if you have anything that's going to have like a circadian rhythm, um, be it nocturnal or diurnal, uh, or crepuscular, whatever. Um, it's going to affect that. I mean, you think, like, look at us. I don't know about you. Like, I've been feeling tired lately, yeah. the last, like, week or so. And it's, like, yeah. now it's getting dark at, like, before seven. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's Not just that. just one of those things where naturally I think my, like, my brain is like, all right, it's nighttime. Like, it's your melatonin is starting to kick in. Yeah. You know, it's.
1: Yeah, it feels so much different coming here, like, and it's dark by the time I get over here. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't that long ago. It was. It's still quite bright out when we started the show, you know, midsummer, but now it's like, it's dark when I get over here. So it's, we are about to get that time change though. So that won't, won't be at all.
0: I don't, are they bit. not? I thought they were getting rid of that. This is the last time. This is the last year they're doing yeah, it. This is the last time they're doing right.
1: it. So it's dumb. Yeah. that sucks. But we get well, to enjoy uh, an see, extra uh, hour for a little while.
0: Do we really though? Hmm. I've, I
1: don't know. I wake up so early for work that I enjoy the time change that comes because I my internal time clock gets an extra hour, you know, so it's uh, it's nice. Yeah. But yeah, be what it be. But yeah, no, this is the last year they're doing it. Um, And it's not it's not everywhere. So like Indianapolis, I believe they don't. Yeah, there's a couple places that
0: are. Have already gotten rid of it, or yeah. I think are keeping it, and so it's like, well, how's that going to work if everyone else is on a different?
1: Yeah, You know what I mean. Now like, that now, like now the time now the time have to
0: do it, or no one would have to do it. Now
1: the time zones are going to be super wonky, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, that's odd. Yeah, so I don't know.
1: America is just weird. Let's face it.
0: Yeah, I guess do I? I don't do other places even do time change. I have no idea. Surely someone somewhere does because it was originally like a thing for farmers Just gave them extra extra time to to be out working.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was. I don't
0: know. Yeah. But I guess but anyways, it's 2022 and yeah. uh we nobody, made it we, we finally cares. done it. Yeah.
1: But yeah, as far as like clovered breeding goes, you know, my plan is to put, you know, back on the original question, um put things down about you know, I'm thinking late December, January, uh, main months are going to be January and part of February. I'm looking for about a two month cool. Um, you know, some people do less, but this is, you know, what I'm planning on doing. Um, I don't know how long you plan on cooling your stuff for as many. Do you go for a month, two months? Month and a half.
0: i'm i'm very traditional and i shoot for thanksgiving to valentine's day but this year i went from thanksgiving to like the first week of february
2: okay nice
0: because i was like you know i think everyone's gotten cold enough i think everyone's been down long enough and that was just like bringing stuff back up you know obviously i wasn't pairing anything until around march like mid to the end of march maybe yeah um yeah because you want to give them that time to
1: give them that time to get a few meals and get warmed up Mm -hmm. Because you can't drastically change any of them, you know. You want to slowly drop some of your stuff and then do the big drop. And then it's the same way, coming back up,
0: slowly kind of warm them up, you know, as they go. And
1: starting with small meals and slowly So what I did to
0: gradually cool stuff down instead of just straight up throwing it in the garage when it's cold, cold. And so I don't – I'm sure they handle that fine. But to me, there was, like, some aspect of, like, shock happening there. So what I did was I actually – moved everybody into my closet, which isn't hooked up to the the AC. So it's naturally cooler and only a couple of degrees warmer than whatever it is outside. Um, and so I moved everybody in there that was getting cooled down. They stayed in there for about a week and then I moved them into here and I have a big black sheet. I stacked everybody covered them up and then, you know, once a week or every other week I'd go in and make sure they I'd put small water bottle water water bowls in with them check those periodically um and you know it's surprising that it could even be you know low 50s upper 40s and they're still like moving around and stuff yeah. you open a tub and they're like what What are you doing what are you doing um but keeping them dark i think like i said that was kind of a big thing um
1: yeah because you know they when they they're underground mm-hmm. you know they are in the dark so that's uh pretty important in my opinion so
0: um and then when i warmed them up i think i did the same thing i don't know that i put them straight back in the room i don't i don't remember if i did or didn't
1: well what's the plan this year have you put much thought into it
0: i haven't yet um just because i have like another month to go before i start cooling stuff but it is getting to that point where things are going to be off food for sure yeah um not entirely sure if I'm gonna brumate some of the younger stuff or not. I know there's so there is some younger stuff that's in like that two year mark that I mm-hmm. I am probably gonna cool. Some of like the yearling stuff, I think I'm gonna keep up. Um, because it's like yeah, I could brumate them, but at the same time, it's it, I don't know that it benefits them that much right. to cool them off at a younger age like that.
1: Yeah. Um, no.
0: And that's an opportunity I can take to, you know, be sort of pumping them up and um, keeping them growing, you know, in that span of time. But
1: the stuff that I want to go next year or maybe even the year after are going to get cooled. Like my
0: see, that's what I have yellows, in mind with the, yeah. the two year old stuff is like, OK, I'm yeah. not going to breed them this year, but I'm planning that this time next year they are going to be ready to go for that next following season. Right. And so it's like, I am going to brew them, brewmate them this year. And then next year they're going to get roommate again. And then finally I'll be able to pair some stuff.
1: Right. So it's, it's one of those things like, do you have to do that? Absolutely not. Most people don't, you know, but will it hurt? Also not. So
0: I just think that they get to a certain age where it's, you know, they should like that. It's natural. They should be doing that. Like, yeah, yeah, babies and hatchlings and stuff, juveniles, like those are going to brewmate naturally too. But, uh, I don't see much point in doing that in captivity unless somebody wants to. And there's some species where, you know, they're not going to eat until that following spring. You almost have to. So yeah, if that's the case, then it is what it is. But like we're corns and bears and stuff like that. It's like, I'm not gonna, yeah, not gonna bother if I don't think they're, they need it.
1: I need it.
0: What are you doing as far as the pits go? Do you brumate those like you do everything else?
1: Uh, yeah, it's the plan. Gotcha. As far as I know.
0: I need to... It's, maybe this weekend I'll sit down. I need to map out exactly what I'm planning to pair next year. I don't know that it'll be as much as I paired this year. Um, I haven't really decided yet. It's tough because I have... like, I didn't produce a ton of stuff this year at least in the grand, like the scheme of like other people in our circle that, that produce way more stuff. Um, I'm just hesitant to produce a ton of stuff. Cause it kind of going back to the burnout thing is like making sure you're not overloading yourself. Yeah. Don't care yourself. Um, but there is some stuff that, you know, didn't go this year that I really want to try. And then uh, some repeat pairings that I want to do again and it's tough, because it's like, if I could, I'd breed everything, you know? Like, yeah. I got that, that Anne Motley male, and I really want to put him to that ghost Tessera female. Um, And, you know, the Blood Reds, and I want to do the Ladies Island pair that I did this year, because that produced some surprisingly nice stuff that I was not expecting. Um, And then Bairds again, I think. I don't... I'm gonna have more pairs of birds. I'm gonna have another pair of beards ready to go. Another female Breed ready to go next year. Oh, the bears. So, I don't know. That's tough. Because Loma Altas again, maybe, maybe not. Didn't I mean I got eight babies out of that clutch, but I don't know. It's uh gotta kinda have the patience to to be able to put stuff on hold for a year and be like, I'm not going to breed it this year, but next year. right? I'm going to come back. And do it.
1: Yeah, and it definitely doesn't hurt to give your female a year off. You know, I think with colubrids, it's not as bad, especially since both of them, you can double clutch and all that, but yeah, I don't know. My trophy. Yeah, a lot of things. Uh... A lot of things in the works you know the big majority of my collection is still you know kind of growing up i bought a at least my colubrid stuff um you know i bought a lot of babies to raise up because that's how i prefer to uh do things like buying getting babies and raising them as such um but uh i've got some some pitchy office my forkline gophers that i did raise from babies um Got those several years ago now. Um, They're massive. I'm a little worried about age. Uh, The two Pidgeophis pairings I'm planning are my Fork Lines and then the Albino Floridas, uh, both of which I'm extremely excited about. Um, But they're both, though, they will be turning four next year Um, so when they come out of brumation they'll be just under four years old Um, size won't be a factor Um, everybody's pretty diesel um, but I am curious how age is going to play a part in that but um, yeah we'll see pretty excited about those Uh, then like Justin brought up the Santa Rosa Grays I'm going to pair up
0: Oh, two. I called them white oaks, my apologies.
1: I mean they're white oaks. No. Oh. They're Santa Rosa white oak rats. I have two I have two pairs of white oaks. I have Apalachicola white oaks and Santa Rosa
0: white oaks. Um so. I'm still I'm gonna cool down the rhinos, the adults. Yeah. I'm still not sure if my female is ready. I don't I'm afraid that if I try it, you have she's to rush, be too man. small.
1: You don't have to rush.
0: But I think, after talking to Rob, I think they might be okay. So,
2: Do you, man. And
0: then chondros, man.
1: Yeah, still on the fence about those.
0: Yeah, and I still haven't talked to, to Luke and David. Because I have those 2018 animals. That are small, you know. You saw them not that long ago, and we're surprised yeah. at their size for their age. But I also like sometimes I'm like, man, they're way too small. But then I I take them out to clean the cage or something, and they're like, you know, three feet long, and I'm like, well, maybe not. Yeah. So if yeah. I don't, I'm gonna pick their brains, and if they think that it's it's something feasible. Maybe I'll even give Harlan a call. I haven't talked to Harlan in a long time and ask him.
1: Tell him he needs to hit me up if you do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That guy. Yeah. I haven't talked to Harlan in a long time. I was actually thinking about him the other day. Is he even still like in the game? Is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As
0: far as I know. Hmm. Nice. But might do the conjure thing. I mean, if, if, I talked to some people and they've had a similar experience where they had a smaller female that was old enough, technically by age that I might give it a shot. Yeah. Even if it's a small clutch, I just, I miss producing condros, man.
2: Yeah. I bet
1: I miss producing anything (laughs) severely.
2: I'm, uh very
1: much looking forward to little heads poking out of some eggs i'm on the so with the colubrids i'm on the fence on if i'm gonna get anything like i was just saying while you were taking a leak I'm a little worried about some of the ages on everything pretty much all my colubrid pairings are 2019 animals um so there are three years going on four once they come out of cooling um so they'll be, I think you'd be okay. they'll be right at the cusp. Um, I'm just, it's just a maturity thing. I don't think I'm going to have like, if I, if they do go, I'm not worried about like, you know, egg biting and stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. they're, they're very healthy animals. Um, I just worry about them going at all. Um, carpets. I can almost guarantee I'll have at least one carpet clutch. So that's, I say that, you know, I'm a knock on wood over here, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, one male breed a piece of rope. They've bred together before, so I am uh, very, very excited about that. Um, I just I freaking love baby snakes, man. Love the process. Do
0: you have a game plan for holdbacks with this? Up? Like now that you're gonna be parent stuff again, do you have any thoughts on sort of like not even necessarily like not a hard idea of what you're going to do but at least have you like thought about if i get a clutch and you know are you going to hold back yeah two out of Um, a clutch of eight are you going to hold on to half of them
1: yeah so with the carpets i would if i get a lights out female um probably keep that but um Honestly, with my food bill, I'm going to be selling most of everything I produce, you know, especially the the carpets, because I've kind of cut back on those as it is. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm going to be selling most of everything. Heck, I might even give some away to people if something, something spectacular comes out. I'm probably going to give it to somebody who's really into pop ones um, because, like, you know, that's the type of stuff I want to keep around, like I said, in the family. Um, but I'll definitely be selling the majority of the pop wins. Like I said, if I get a lights out female, um, I would keep one of those, um, as far as those go. Um, but out of t- if I get two clutches, yeah, the large, large majority will be getting sold. Um, with the albino pines, it's going to be really hard. It's going to depend on how many I get, um, cause I have several people who want some, obviously and then i'm going to be sending paint job at least two um
0: see that's tough because their clutches are small yeah
1: so if i get a clutch of three you know i'll probably i may end up just giving them away you know Mm -hmm. i probably won't keep any unless i get one that's super white because i love the white look to the albinos um so if I get something super white, I may keep it as long as I can, as long as I can have numbers. But if I only got two eggs and they happen to be a pair, they they would both be going to Chris. No questions asked. Um you know, I'm hoping at least four or five, but you know, we'll see. They're gonna be pretty, you know, with the pines, mm-hmm. they're big eggs, small clutches. So mm-hmm. you yeah, know, we'll see. Um, then the forks, no. <laughs> none of them. I'm not keeping any of those things, um, but I'm very excited about the potential with those because they're both the low expression, uh, forks. Um, so I, it's a very weird trait that's inherited. There's like three different phases, you know, mm-hmm. your low, medium and high expression forks. Highs are almost patternless. Um, so these should produce some medium expressions, um, which are really cool animals. Um, so I'm definitely selling all those babies though, because <laughs> talk about not, like, Yeah, they are, um, a handful to say the least. The male is the male's actually calmed down, surprisingly. Um, he's not a good snake by any means, um, but he's not bad. I have a picture of him, like you know, in my hand outside, you know, and he definitely doesn't like me by any means. Um, uh, but the female is the spawn of Satan. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, definitely not keeping any of those. They're fun snakes. Um, I may, even after I breed them, I actually may end up moving those um, because I've noticed my love is really for the southeastern stuff and not necessarily the Texas stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Um, I say that, but I still have, you know, other Texas I mean, bulls. Obviously, so.
0: J are going to be the exception there. Well, yeah. I mean, Jan I are,
1: you know. Yeah, J is the they're they're in their own category Boy, i love my jani so much No, i say that but if i have success breeding them i'll probably keep my keep my forks because i say that and, you know i still have the clayberg um mm-hmm. clayberg county bulls and you know but Pichu, will be the exception you know it's mostly the rat snakes and i'm like well it's the southeastern stuff that really gets me gets and gets me going um
0: the holdback thing is tough because, you you know, yeah, I always sort of say that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then I end up hatching some stuff. And I'm like, I got to hold on to that for a little while and see how it looks. Yeah. Like, and I can't just.
1: I will. If I get white oak eggs, um, I will probably hold on to those babies for a while. I definitely am not planning on keeping a bunch. Um, but there's a certain look with the Santa Rosas that I want. Um, so I'll probably grow some up and then that's the problem them. with
0: stuff that goes through a serious color change, like yeah. the Beards, especially. I mean, I can kind of tell with the Loma Altas, like there's a couple that I am definitely holding on to that are that really light silvery color, kind of like those Juno Roads from McWilliams. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, okay, that's definitely staying right, and then. You know, I hatched out some corns that kind of had some interesting stuff, at least with the, the Ladies Island pair, that hatched out some some interesting things that I decided to hold on to. You know, yeah. there was one that had, like, the saddles were, were like, fused on the neck. And then I had some other ones that had a sort of a similar thing going on. And so I was like, okay, maybe there's something, maybe yeah. something here worth pursuing. So I'm going to kind of play with that some. And it yeah. won't be this next season, but the following season, I should have a male from the original ladies island pairing that'll be ready to go nice. and I'll be able to put him to mom I think Very nice um you know, know assuming I'm nothing nice. bad happens to mom between now and then yeah which it shouldn't um that'll be interesting and then see that's yeah, I, before you leave <laughs> i need you to help me sex the shellpoint corn okay cuz i need to verify if that is actually a female because i put the Castagna Motley male in with that one, and the Darker Ladies Island male in with that one, and nothing happened. She might just
1: not be about it, man. You may just need like another. They tried,
0: one. never happened. And I left if that Darker tried, Ladies Island male in there for
1: weeks. If they tried, I would almost kind of. I guess, just want to verify. Yeah,
0: yeah, we definitely verify.
2: Need to double check.
1: I'd almost guess if the if the males tried, I would think that. She is
0: the you only know, female. Because but... I was, I was pretty bummed that that one didn't go. Because that was yeah, one that, that's, that's a 2018 a... that is like one of the nicest corners <laughs> I've ever seen, so, at least naturally. So, yeah, I need to double check that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's another one where it's like I don't want to do as much as I did this year, but it's like there's stuff that didn't happen last year that I want to do in addition to some stuff that I did this year. Yeah it's really hard yeah
1: as far as holdbacks for me go though it's like i have all the stuff that i want you know like and i already have way too many snakes so i'm pretty set on pretty mm-hmm. much not keeping much of anything um i did make some space for you know certain things that i would want to keep um mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as holdbacks go, man, I'm I'm pretty content with where I'm at, and I don't really want to grow a whole lot more, mm-hmm. you know. Once I get these last few things from Keller, which I'm uber excited about, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna pretty much finish me off, you know. I'm gonna be very very happy with uh, the collection where it's at. There's still some things I may end up moving, actually, uh, but definitely not much to not much to add. Mm-hmm. So yeah i don't think holdbacks will be much of a problem for me i say that now until all those heads are broken out i'm like i'm keeping all of you uh
0: it's the ladies island stuff in particular yeah that that would be something i am trying to like and because corns are indefinite future
1: you know with carpets i i'm not gonna say i can tell what they're gonna look like you know as an adult but you with carpet babies, than you would with other right, stuff. right. With babies, you know, you can tell that one sticks out, you know, like the ones that I were like, that I was like, oh, this one's going to be bad, to be a badass snake. And they and they have 100 percent all the ones that I the three that I kept, I ended up sending one of the three to Skylar Um, again, because, you know, that was one I wanted to stay in the family. But man, they all just. Just freaking smoke shows man just amazing animals um, a lot of variety in that clutch so um well, out of what I got from my last clutch I'm really curious what's gonna come of this one mm-hmm. um you know and there's part of me there's part of me that wants to go a different route and not breed that male um, back to her I want to try my other male but as far as phenotypically speaking they're not similar like as far as color goes and stuff. So I'm a little worried I'd get some pretty muted carpets, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, I could just throw something absolutely crazy too. So I don't know. I'm probably going to end up doing the repeat just to, just to basically guarantee me some babies, you know, cause the other male is not proven. He's by far old enough. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I really need to make sure I get something this year. Cause I need to pay for some food. So, that's a that's a big part in it this year so i don't know i'm just dumb excited to plug in my incubator again
0: (laughs) dude it's just Um, gone by so quick man yeah for you like from the it's just it's all a blur when you look back from the time you brought stuff out to pairing to eggs like it's that that period between getting locks and getting eggs that seems to take forever (laughs) but yeah. then it's like after everything's done and you're on the other side of it and it's time to cool stuff you're down again. It's like where feeding
1: and shipping and, and cleaning, cleaning. just constantly. You know,
0: yeah. I've been, I've been a shipping fool
1: that you have.
0: I had something go out to Seattle, nice Minnesota oh. and Greenville and all three made it. I packed with heat nice. and yesterday Very it was nice. like 80. So I was a little nervous. At least here, like everywhere else, Memphis and beyond, uh it was warranted to pack some heat.
1: Yeah, but that's like ugh, But man, it's I, I get so worried about overheating, here, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that's why I like when you know when we ship to Skylar, you know, I talked with you, I talked to him, man. I'm like, look, I I don't really feel comfortable putting in heat because of Skylar's temps and our temps. You know, but so if you're cool with it, then I won't. But if you want heat, Mm -hmm. I'll put it in there. You know, and I want to make sure everybody was on board, everybody was comfortable. You know, because I didn't want to make that call. You know, so I don't know. But the snakes got there safe and sound. Um, Scott was very happy with the snakes. It's always just nerve wracking. I
0: mean, I've I've been fortunate to not have a DOA. Yeah, at all. Very. um, Or really, I mean. I haven't had many issues with FedEx in general. I think I've had one or two boxes that maybe got delayed. I, think I had one that got delayed by like a day, but it was, I think in between it was like spring. So it wasn't super hot. It wasn't super cold. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a brettles. So I was like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I've been, I think I've been very lucky. Uh, yeah. And I've, I've had no issues. I think I had a Crested at one point, drop its tail on, on the way. And i was like i think the person was like we'll drop it sale. and i'm like "That's nothing i can do about that like we're going to tape it back so
1: yeah yeah no we've been pretty uh pretty fortunate then again i don't ship enough to you know warrant problems i've shipped quite a bit at this point you know like i think this year after daytona i sent out two packages no problems just shipped sky the other day no problems um yeah, you know, I even receiving though, I've received a ton of snakes and never uh never hiccup.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've ever had so, a DOA.
1: No, I've never had a DOA. Never sent one out. Never it seems one. to me
0: like it's a pretty now that I think about it, it's kind of a rare thing now. I think with the you know the advances and it also depends on packs and cryo packs. Right. It really
1: depends stuff. on what you're shipping to, you know, like me shipping and receiving carpets and rat snakes, you know, they're pretty freaking solid, you know, they're hard, they're hard to kill, you know, but if you're shipping something really finicky and fragile, mm-hmm. fragile, you know, I would assume it's a little bit more, you know, it's, it's a little bit more common or you know, like a fresh imported, you know, baby monitor or something like that, you know, like that's, I think you would come into that more often than, you know, a, Freaking captive bred, year old rat snake or carpet, mm-hmm. you know, like it's
0: just. But shout out to Reptiles Express. Yeah, that's the only people I they're use great. for shipping. No, they're yeah, they're
1: all I use, man. They're... Call
0: customer service all the time because I do pickups with boxes. I don't drop off. Um, and that's another thing. I've been doing pickups for Can't the last like three years.
1: I won't do it. That's where I draw the line.
0: Never had a problem. I draw the line. You there. know, knock on wood as well, but. I'm telling you, man. Just more hands. It's really it's more
1: really not, hands to pass through.
0: It's hand another set of hands that just gets it and puts it on the truck. Yeah, I uh, I have not. I, was, had any I just
1: like taking it to the hub, so I know it's there. See,
0: it's the problem is there. our hub is like a uh, like a forty five minute drive. Not <laughs> more, and driving. I hate driving that far just to walk into FedEx for two minutes and then turn around and drive all the way back.
1: Yeah, it sucks. But for my mental health, it is better.
0: It made me nervous at first too. Yeah. No, just yeah. like shipping did in general, shipping in first general. Still, in, man, I hate it. It doesn't bother me I anymore. I hate it, man. I remember like when I first did it, I was like, Oh my God, I was freaking out. But then I also told myself if it were that difficult and that problematic, no one would be doing it. Yeah, that's true. So, Reptiles uh, Express has been number one from yeah, day one.
1: They're fantastic. They're the only people I've ever used. Uh, I used SYR
0: create. at one point, and I mean they were I fine received... too in terms of the in terms of the you know the the shipping and things like. They were fine, but price wise, like the amount that I saved using Reptiles Express was unbelievable like noticeably different to where it was like why was i not and i don't know maybe it's a regional thing like maybe it's a similar thing for people that are on the west coast or like in the colorado area which i think is where syr is based out of where if you're in that sort of region of the country maybe it's a little cheaper for them in comparison to i mean i wouldn't
2: think so
1: because they they basically just supply a label you know like you're paying for the label like it's not the box isn't coming to them at any point you know so it's it
0: was drastically different price for yeah. for both yeah very very uh and yeah the re customer services has always been really solid
1: By none. plus mike arnold school freaking cat
0: big oh, mike, mike dude. is a
1: cool big cat. mike's cool cat too a bunch if we ever of a bunch of expand cool cats and kittens, Reptiles there. Express Is going to be The next Yeah one man I, too, I would love it I'd be all about it
0: I am very loyal To that That company Because they They've been great yeah. They've been awesome
1: Yeah I've received Snakes Through SYR before um, Never shipped with them But Just They don't Doesn't hold a candle Sorry reptiles press and my peeps
0: it is bizarre because i mean realistically there's what like four or five shipping companies
1: there's a new one right now isn't there didn't somebody just come out and start
0: superior shipping is now apparently offering which is where i always got my supplies like my boxes and stuff
1: (laughs) yeah superior shipping and when
0: i went on their website because i was looking at boxes because i need to buy some more soon uh, they have boxes. like the same thing where you go on and it's like get a quote for shipping, and I think I like I put in some numbers just out of curiosity, and for some reason it wouldn't generate the quote, so I was like, ah, okay, never
1: mind. Oh, that's red fog number one.
0: Like I, I don't plan on leaving Reptiles Express, but it is f- sort of always amusing to put in a quote, like I'm gonna book a shipment to see what the price is in comparison, because I've literally gone on to. All the other shippers and like put in Chris's zip code just to see like not even logging into my Reptiles Express account, Mm -hmm. but as just a a regular sender comparing all the prices like Reptiles Express beat every single one of them. Yeah.
1: They're great. Yeah. No, when we shipped to Skylar, I was actually kind of surprised. Like it was cheaper. It was it wasn't by a lot, but it was literally five bucks cheaper than the quote I got because I did the quote just to give mm-hmm. Skylar a number. And it's funny, I put a pound less on the quote that I put in. You know, I put in a zip, my zip, and then I put one pound on there because I wasn't thinking about the weight. And I got it, you know, which was already cheap, but then I actually did it. It was a pound more and an extra snake because I didn't the quantity for mm-hmm. two when i shipped and it was five bucks less than my original quote and i was like all right, all right i'll take that yeah I'm so on. yeah it was uh, kind of wild but yeah love reptiles express mike's mike mike's one of my favorite people to see at the reptile shows <laughs> did, he's crazy i love
0: well, talking like owner mike
1: uh i've never i don't know owner mike as did you, well
0: you didn't see mike him at Carter daytona mike.
1: I probably saw
0: him. I was standing in line to get our it was like the Friday. I was in line to get our wristbands and Mike comes walking up in a THN shirt. Nah. And I was cracking up. Nice. It's like the, the you know, the black one with the, the logo yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I was he bought it at uh
1: Dayton before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was just funny, like <laughs> Mike awesome. who owns Reptiles Express, rolling up wearing yeah. one, for yeah. wearing so one, one like, of sure. Wearing one of our shirts.
1: Hey, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Yeah, it was funny. I ran, saw a bunch of... not I won't say a bunch, but I saw quite a few random people wearing some of our gear, and I was like, oh, hey, thanks. Thanks, hey, buddy. I still see people wear the original THB shirts mm-hmm. from all uh, Teespring. It's awesome. Straight.
0: Teespring. Good God.
1: Yeah, screw them. But, yeah. It's been it's been—it's great. It's
0: kind of surprising that they, they can... Like, that they're still sort of in business
1: yeah I, th- I, th- I think it's just the ease man like yeah, nobody likes to invest when in you bulk have
0: and that much inconsistency yeah it is pretty in a bad. single it's pretty design bad. that's supposed to be the same across the board and the
1: quality is garbage it is Which so I also bad don't
0: understand cuz now that i'm in that business and i'm seeing how it's done i'm like how is it that i can wash a shirt once and the the Dude, graphic it's, just disintegrates it's
1: terrible Absolutely, bring it down. What
0: are you using? Yeah, because I can't put my finger on it. I just, I don't think it's digital drawing. I don't. Right. It's definitely not screen print. And no. so it's like, is it heat transfer, which is very possible, nice. but I don't know. I just was, the whole thing was just bizarre and how
1: bizarre. How bizarre. I can only
0: imagine that we are not the only people that were having issues on that front. Now. No, no way. Like it worked at the time. It was a good solution at the time, but now terrible. Now we have the the VP of operations inside.
1: I need to get some more shirts made. Yours are easy. Yeah. So heads up, I'm probably going to make a post soon and I'm going to do pre-orders because I don't want to order a bunch and then have a bunch of leftovers. So I'm going to run an ad for like a month. Or something like that and you just message me your size blase blase and then once i have everybody together then i'll place the order ship them out
0: yeah i'm at easier. some point i want to get a shopify account up on the website and make shirts for you know all the shows and some of the other designs like this random to one i made that i like a lot oh, that's cool um and have those like be able to, to print those and keep inventory on hand and then be able to have people like they can order that stuff off yeah. the website. So that's going to happen at some point. I don't know when, um, cause I also need to see, I think you have to pay for Shopify. Like you have to have a Shopify account and they take certain percentages and I need yeah. to see what that is. So it's lame, but I think it'd be cool to have, you know, like snakes and stogie shirts. I need to make some of those. Yeah. Um Cornstar shirts. I've kind of changed the logo on that a little bit to something I like more. Um Chondra cash shirts, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Last stuff in the works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You good. Nowhere to go but up, buddy. That's right. I guess we could go down at this point, but it's not.
0: If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. Honestly, in the grand scheme of things, the middle of the pack is fine with me.
1: Yeah. I'm happy being there, too.
0: Because when you're at the top, the only way to go is down. Yeah. And you don't want to be the last guy in line because that's the one that gets picked off by the Velociraptors and all the Jurassic Park (laughs) movies. So...
1: Yeah, I'm faster than you. Very much so. (laughs) Yeah.
0: This episode was brought to you by BlackBoxCages.com.
1: Buy a cage. Buy a rack. And you won't be disappointed. Don't be whack. Buy a rack.
0: (laughs) BlackBoxCages.com. It's SteveSnakeSharade.com. Get yourself some Venom Hot Sauce. He's got the sauce. Some like it hot. If you like it hot. Get you some. Doesn't matter if it's on wings, it's on tacos, if it's on pizza. And maybe there's some of you weirdos out there that even like it on cereal.
1: Throw it on some chips.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Whatever you want. Straight. Drink it straight. Take a shot. He does that. Take a shot. I
0: think that's part of like being a Louisiana. Just
1: take a shot of hot sauce. Just
0: drink hot sauce.
1: Yeah. Put hair on your nuts.
0: Fuzz on your peaches.
1: Yep delicious. It's how good it is. It's like yeah, they and might do straight.
0: shots of liquor or something, and it's like in Louisiana they just drink hot sauce.
1: Isn't there, isn't there a shot with hot sauce in it? Like it's, well, a, probably, liquor, it's yeah. a liquor, it's a liquor shot, but it's got friggin' the hot sauce in it.
0: I don't, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, I don't. I, know I don't it. Tabasco either. in it.
1: It's, yeah, I think it's Tabasco.
0: Yeah, that sounds Sounds horrible. I don't yeah, even like no. Tabasco in anything, on yeah. anything.
1: Like I said, I'm not a hot sauce guy. But Steve Snaketuary, hot sauce. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: Good <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, I think next week on Thursday, we're going to be doing Corn Stars. I think it's going to be the draft episode.
1: The draft episode.
0: Yeah, so we're going to do live stream but we're going to be, like, planning our corn pairings for this season. Like, I made a graphic for it. And everything. Graphic. Oh. Like an MLB graphic, but it's corns. I actually spent way more time on this than I probably should have. But it, I'm, like, it super be, pumped for this, this episode. It would be, be so be even,
1: it would be even cooler if, like, you and Chris both put up, like, snakes that you're willing to, like, move to each other. And you drafted each other's snakes or possibly your own or whatever.
0: Like, I got to take pictures of all the breeders that I'm planning on using so that we can, like, live. I'm going to put the pictures sort of together and. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. And I think Alex from Keystone Corns is going to join us, who uh, is. His episode was one of my favorites. He's a good dude. I really like talking to him. Come on, load. Slow ass computer. StreamYard asks a lot of things. <laughs> and Canva asks a lot of things.
1: Two things asking a lot makes it slow.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Look at that. Nice. Little Motley, Little yeah. Motley action going yeah. on. It's uh
0: pretty dope, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty dope.
0: Looks yeah. like a
1: goal. Now you just need to like in some of that. You need to fill some of that open space though, but like the corn stars thing in the bottom left.
0: Yeah, I may. I'm still I'm still playing with it. I'll put like see, corn like, stars draft. I, see I did. I was I use this for work a lot too.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: Canva's amazing. If you're not using Canva, you need to be using Canva. Yes, it won't replace Adobe, but if you don't have Adobe, this is going to be about as close as you're going to get. And the paid version is worth every penny. See, now it's just struggling. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: pretty cool. I don't know.
0: I don't like the background. I don't. Oh, yeah. It's not finalized yet. Not and this finalized. has changed. I got to swap out for the other one.
1: Yeah, you got to move the snake down a little bit, fill up some of the empty space.
0: It'll look pretty dope. In that negative space. Negative space. Mm. All right. Well, we got to go sex a snake. Yeah. We'll be back for Snakes and Stogies on Monday. Join us live. You might win a shirt in the ch- if you're in the chat. Like, it's just for people that are in the chat. And if you're in there and you're watching, you can win a shirt, a THP shirt. Because that's all I have right now until I print some Snakes and Stokies ones.
1: I still need my ice gray THP shirt. Yeah. You do, sure.
0: I need to order more ice gray shirts. Uh, uh,
1: I'll pay you for it.
0: Oh, okay.
2: All right.
1: all right.
0: Well, thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to us rant for almost two hours. Wow. That was pretty good.
0: We will see y'all.